Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo of the WooCommerce Builder Podcast, episode 209. show is brought to you by Foo Sales, a boot point of sales solution that helps you bring you or your client's shop to the physical world, and Jetpack CRM, one of the easiest to use when it comes to WooCommerce. I'll tell you more about our two pod friends later in the show, but let's listen in as Marcus and Ronald take another look behind the scenes as they talk with a guest from WooCommerce.com. Marcus, it's us again, and we have a guest. Would you like to introduce the guest? We do, I sure would. Uh, today we have Gabriel Bonifacio joining us from WooCommerce, and he is a happiness engineer. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks, guys, for inviting me, and I'm excited to be here today. Awesome. What What is a happiness engineer? You want to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what a happiness engineer does? Yeah, sure. A happiness engineer is basically a support agent at WooCommerce. So that's how we like to call ourselves. And I think it's based on our support philosophy because we do care a lot about our customers, what they're trying to achieve, and we really focus on having them happy. And, uh, you know, yeah. And about me, I've been a, a web developer and I've also worked with technical support I think forever. <laughs> it's been 14 <laughs> years now. Yeah, I worked with both. And then I joined Automatic. And today I work as a happiness engineer. So I work with direct support uh, and helping our customer base. Yeah. Nice. I have to admit something or I have to share something. I've been <laughs> a happiness engineer for the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I joined the Automatic family. Um, Gabriel, why, do you want to share a little bit of what the idea behind that is? So when, when you join Automatic, what, you know, your first two weeks, you start as a happiness engineer, as they call it support rotation. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing you come across is the amount of information you have access to. So that's kind of scary. I'm sure you're in that place right now. So <laughs> you, that just so much to learn about and you're kind of scared and you you think hey how can i memorize all this but one interesting thing is that everyone will tell you from the very beginning that that's no way there's no way for you to memorize everything and no one really no one knows everything even the very experienced happiness engineers people that have been with us for like seven eight years or more uh even those people ask questions, so it's normal. And the nice thing about the onboarding process and the support rotation is that you feel so comfortable with asking questions. Everyone is so available, and that's something very nice um, in our happiness division. I mean, there's a lot of knowledge sharing, and we are aware that that's, there's just so much information, and we are always there to help each other. I hope you're getting this this feeling of, you know, helping each other. Uh, absolutely. It's so true <laughs> that um, everybody, yeah. I mean, you ask a question and there's somebody there within seconds with a with a full explanation, not not like, oh, I'll come back to that later, uh, screenshots and, and little videos and all sorts. It's, it's really remarkable. Yeah. We really like to help. I mean, not only our users, but ourselves as well. Yeah. So. 
And and I think that, and I want to ask a little bit more about that that culture. Where where does that come from? That culture of wanting to help, wanting to share. I think that culture comes mainly from WordPress.com. I mean, uh, that's where the title came from. And really, I think from all the places I worked at, Automatic is the place where I really feel that we are more um, focused on really helping our customers. So there are a lot of differences in comparison to the places I've been before. And one thing, for example, is like being honest with our customers. So I've been in other places where we were told not to tell things to our customers, to hide certain information. And that's not the case here. We are incentivized to, to, to be honest, to be upfront with our customers. And we really listen and we really try to, you know, um, do that extra step to help them. That's actually one of the criteria we have uh, when our interactions are being uh, reviewed. So if we tried, if we embraced opportunity to help our users uh, even beyond what they're asking help for, you know, and that's I think that's where it comes from. I mean, this philosophy, this idea of really trying to not only um, solve the issue, but to give something extra, you know, and make sure that the, the client is happy and is going to come back. Yeah, speaking of the scope of your of your support, I know that obviously there's WooCommerce and then the WooCommerce team um, develops lots of, of plugins for WooCommerce and stuff as well. Yes. Uh, seems like seems like a lot to uh, to have to know intimately enough to be able to support folks, you know, Talk just a little about how it feels to support WooCommerce and all of the plugins and, and all of that. Yeah, you're definitely right. Uh, we do support a lot of extensions. So we do have extensions developed by us at WooCommerce in our marketplace. And we also have extensions developed developed by partner developers. And although we don't support those directly, we do provide pre-sales for those. So yeah, that's a lot of extensions and we have this growing, ever-growing catalog. And that's actually one of the biggest challenges of the position. I mean, knowing about everything, remember, remembering everything. And we've been uh, testing some ways to make this process better. I mean, uh, because WooCommerce just won't stop growing. We've been seeing a, a, re- a huge growth lately and I believe it's it's going to keep growing, you know, and the trend is to like having more and more and more extensions to support. So we try to work on very good documentation that helps a lot. But we also have some some happiness engineers that are like subject matter experts on certain extensions. So whenever we are unsure about something or the documentation isn't clear enough, uh, we can contact the people that are experts on that specific extension. And also one other thing is the fact that we have direct access to our developers. So whenever we need, we can just go ahead and ask them, hey, how does this work? I'm not sure about this specific thing here. So yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I have a tiny bit of experience there. I started with uh, the Skyverge team. Skyverge has 60 or so, I think, plugins in the marketplace. And when I started there, I started as a 
as a support on the support team as well. So yeah, I know how it is to, to just have to know to some level of depth, you know, uh, a whole catalog of plugins and then you throw WooCommerce on top of that. Do you find that you, um, that you get support outside of the WooCommerce realm that comes in? And then how do you handle those things? How do you define what the, maybe the scope of your support is and, and where that ends? Yeah. Skyverge has a lot of <laughs> popular ex- WooCommerce extensions. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big challenge, in fact. But we all have our favorite extensions to support besides WooCommerce. I think every happiness engineer has a favorite, one or two favorite extensions. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, so you talked a little bit about, you know, you get all this information or, you know, requests and how to use that information that you've built up. There's a lot of documentation, but there are also lots of internal tools that, that you're using or we are using. Um, how is that managed? And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm sort of referring here to, to the guild work and I've, I've understood there are, there's called a guild, which is called the snippeteers. And it's just remarkable how that sort of, is put together and made use by everybody else, but it's it's a huge organization. It's it it's years of of you know putting that into shape to make it useful. Because you know within within hours of me starting or days, um, you know I was able to to find stuff so quickly. And within almost minutes, you can you can answer uh, your first uh, support ticket. I that's one of the reasons you joined us because that's a very basic skill set you have to have in order to work uh, here with us, I think. And that's the very first part of our training as well, knowing how to find information. And exactly because what I mentioned earlier, it's impossible to know everything. So at least we have to know how to find the information we don't know. Yeah. And we do have different tools so we can find information. So for example, I can find older tickets uh, that have handled a certain problem and see what the happiness engineer wrote then and based my answer on that. But uh, we also have our P2s. The P2 is our internal tool uh, where we store information. It's basically, uh, it, it's kind of a corporate word internal wordpress so it's uh, blogs that we use to share information and create create discussions around topics and that's where most of our information is stored and also our uh, internal communication tool so we have different places but uh mostly i personally look for information in our uh tickets and our p2s do you um, support any other work outside of the WooCommerce support? Yeah. Besides the direct support work, which is basically our chatting and answering tickets, we do have a lot, we do put a lot of work on documentation. So uh, we update or even create new documentation, not only internal documentation, but, but actually the docu- the WooCommerce documentation that you see that, that is public facing. We work on that. And we also have a lot of uh, bug reporting. So that's our, that's uh, included in our scope as well. So if we notice there's something wrong with either WooCommerce or an extension, and we can re- replicate that in our local environment, then we know it's a bug. So we file a bug report and we follow up with our developers until it's fixed. So that's part of our 
work as well. Besides, we are very we work very closely with the developers, the marketing team, sales, customer success in order to have our products improved. And the reason is because we are the closest people to our users. So we do hear directly from them what their challenges are, what types of what type of issues are happening a lot and things like that. So I think this is something very nice as well. I mean, the fact that our company does hear us and does take into consideration what we bring to them and we do generate discussions internally and our suggestions and everything we say is heard. So that's very nice. So that's part of our job at these conversations about how we can make our products better. And of course, eventually happiness engineers may participate in events like word camps and talks and maybe a podcast like this one. So <laughs> uh, yeah, to help disseminate uh, the word of woo. Yeah, definitely. Uh, from from working on support at Skyverge, that's definitely true that you're that that front line. No one's going to be closer to what customers are, are really thinking and, and the struggles that they're facing and uh, and all of that. So I don't know, maybe you want to talk to us a little bit about um, what some of the, the biggest challenges that you've seen that merchants or um, agencies or freelancers or just the folks that are that are writing into you. What are some of the biggest challenges that they're that they're facing that you see? Uh, I think one of the WooCommerce, uh, one of WooCommerce's biggest advantages is the the way you can customize it. I work, I personally worked with other e-commerce platforms before joining Automatic, and I always came back to WooCommerce because no other platform matches the 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 amount of customization you can put in. But with that amount of customization comes the performance issue. But that's due to the nature, not only of WooCommerce itself, but of, of WordPress. That's the way it's designed. I mean, we have hooks, which is which uh, is basically parts in the code that where you say, hey, I'm doing this. Before I go ahead, do you want to do something else? In simple terms, that's what hooks are for. So you can like put extra pieces of code in basically any part of your site or the backend execution. So these hooks makes it very customizable. But the more code, the more customization you put in, the more the performance is uh, hurt. You know, so I think that's kind of a big challenge to find the balance between the amount of customization and how the performance will be impacted, either on the front end or on the back end as well. Um, besides, WooCommerce is a very big platform and it's open source and it, you know, it has a huge market share there. So, and due to that, I think there's a lot of information available in regards to how you can do a, a certain thing. And this amount of information sometimes makes it difficult for you to decide which path to follow. You know, if you do a Google search, you find like a lot of different sources telling you, hey, you can use this plugin. Hey, you can use this custom code here and etc. And for someone who's not very used to, to that kind of stuff, it may be, overwhelming. So I think that will be another challenge. Yeah. Also, one other thing that I would say is maybe finding qualified people. That's something that I've 
that I find, uh, although it's a very non-platform, I used to have, I used to de to develop uh, e-commerce sites in the past, and even today, my my old clients come to me and say, "Hey, I can't find someone. Please do this for me." And they just can't because I no longer work with that. But yeah, that's a struggle. I mean, finding people who are actually familiar with developing themes and plugins, and I do see a lot of people who are very good, but they mainly work with. Um, third-party plugins or things like that. And sometimes that won't work for uh, alone, you know, and there there's a lot of customization required. And in most cases, if you find a very good developer, it would mean a higher cost and not, not all small, not all these small businesses can handle that higher cost. So I think a big challenge would be finding good people at an, at an affordable cost that really do know the platform and how to customize it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's a fun balance, isn't it, between yeah. too much choice and just enough choice and too many options and enough options to satisfy everybody. Hey, everyone, Bob WP dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support. If you have a client who's looking for a point of sale solution, consider suggesting Foo Sales. In fact, Foo Sales is the first native WooCommerce point of sale to support in-person payments using Square Reader. Now you can use Foo Sales with the Square Terminal for your client projects, but the icing on the cake is that it not only works with FooSales iPad and Android apps, but the Foo web app. So you really need to check this out if your clients have been asking for a point of sale solution or a new point of sale solution. Find them at FooSales.com. It doesn't matter if it's your own site or a client site. Having a good CRM in place is essential to acquire and nurture new leads, sell more to your existing customers, and grow your Woo shop and business faster. And Jetpack's CRM is the easiest to use when it comes to WooCommerce. You will see all of your important data from your store in one place, such as how many orders each contact has made. This gives you the power to nurture them with some top-of-the-notch automation tools. And best of all, when an order is placed, both it and the new customer are automatically synced and created in your CRM. It's easy. Just visit jetpackcrm.com. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. Working from uh, home, uh, distributed, uh, you know, a bit of automatic culture. How do you find that? And do you have any sort of pro tips for that? Yeah, it's great uh, working from home. I personally was used to it. I used to work from home even before joining Automatic. So it was kind of natural to me. Uh, one thing is it may feel lonely sometimes. So it gets nice to, uh, you know, connect with your co-workers and you know try to have some conversations that go beyond the work scope so you feel like you're not that alone we personally have some weekly uh meetings uh with video so that helps i mean we have our team meeting and i i, I have a a weekly 
meeting with my lead. So we chat with video and that helps. But besides the, uh, the personal aspect, I think what helps is having discipline. I mean, having a routine. If you're working from home, I mean, having a, a time to start, to finish. And a very important thing is having a separate place in your home to work. So you can let, you know, leave that room and you know you stopped working because otherwise you be always looking at your computer and feeling like working a bit more. So it's important to separate stuff. And also, if you have a separate room, a separate office in your house, uh, you can isolate yourself from family and from everything else that's going on. So that's a pro tip, I think. <laughs> um, one of the big questions is if you have cats or dogs. I do have two cats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> it's a big part of uh, automatic life. <laughs> Did you notice? Yeah, it is. We love cats. I don't know why. Apparently, but... there's even a two-cat club. So if you have two cats, you're part of the two-cat club. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 What about you? Do you? What about you guys? You, do you have pets? Oh, I, I'm a single dog uh, owner, so <laughs> I don't anymore. I had a cat for a while, but now it's just me at home. I was going to joke that I agreed to co-host this podcast just so I could see some more people at least once a month. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you've um, talked a little bit about working as a as a developer before joining Automatic. Do you find that that development? skill has helped in being able to to support the folks that are writing into you and i guess knowing how to develop some things how do you know where to you know where, where what's out of scope and how far to go with a customer in terms of customize helping customize their their stores and all of that yeah definitely the development skill helps a lot especially with troubleshooting so sometimes we'll need to go a bit further to understand an issue like checking the database and even understanding an error log, the stack trace, and understanding where where a specific issue is coming from. So that background really helps. And in terms of scope, we don't uh, the custom development is not included in our custom code. Custom development is not included in our scope, but. You know, related to what we were talking earlier about the happiness thing, we always try to at least point our user towards the right direction. So, hey, I can't help you with the custom code, but here's a page that I found that has some instructions that maybe can get you started. Or we do have some code snippets ready in our documentation, so we may... uh, change it a little bit to help the customer in the very first stage and that's as far as as we can go and if you really talk, if you were talking about css we can provide some basic css to customize simple things like colors and positions and things like that and obviously knowing code is really helpful in those situations yeah, and what about your crystal ball? Because sometimes I've noticed people have one sentence where they describe their problem, and you're supposed to know what what the solution is, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I suppose there's nothing unique. That's also happened at uh, GoDaddy and Skywatch. I think it's that that comes that comes from the fact that we deal with problems a lot. So it's more of a hunch, honestly. Some sometimes, yeah, I know the feeling. 
hey, how do you know that the person didn't even give any more information? But yeah, that's something that you can start noticing that looks kind of familiar to something you worked before. So that's, hey, I have a hunch that this might be the case here and you go for it. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're not, but <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah. But that, that makes you such a valuable asset to, to the WooCommerce ecosystem because you, know, you, you see so much, you see and read so many different issues. And as you build up that knowledge and experience, you can pinpoint people very quickly to the, to the right uh, direction. And I think that's something that you know, we shouldn't take for granted how big of a role the happiness engineers in the in the WordPress and WooCommerce ecosystem uh, play a part in that. And also, we just said earlier about if you do find a bug, if you find an issue, you can play that straight back to the developer and say, hey, maybe we need to make this happen. Or, you know, between the third-party um, developers. It's, it's such a, you know, a fragile ecosystem yet we all make it work because we know how quickly it can go wrong but also how quickly we can put things right because it's it's so so well connected in this this small smaller world do you how do you feel about that sort of responsibility of um you know giving the right advice but also you know middle of the night you might think oh i'm not quite sure or uh, what if? <laughs> well, I think we do pay a lot of attention on the information we're giving to the user. You know, it's totally okay. You know what I mentioned earlier about being honest, being upfront. Uh, if we're not sure, we'll just say, hey, I, I don't know that off the top of my head. Do you, could you give me a bit more time so I can investigate and get you the right answer? So that's totally fine. And we prefer to do that instead of giving incorrect information. We have a lot of uh, different criteria to evaluate our interactions and, you know, giving the right information um, is one of them. So we do pay attention to that. And I think uh, about what you mentioned earlier, the, the fact that we do have, we do know a lot of stuff and that helps our users that might not know that information. I think that's one of the most satisfying aspects of our job at least for me. I mean, it's so satisfying when someone say, hey, thank you so much. You helped me a lot. And you know that the, that person maybe was struggling with a certain issue or trying to do something for a week or two. And then when you are talking with them and you see that you were able to help them achieve something, that's so satisfying. I mean, that's what gets me up every morning, you know? Yeah. Um, just a little bit more on the on the communication. I know it's a big thing, automatically all over the world. Um, you live in Brazil. Um, I do. So how how does that work for you communicating with team members who might be on the other side of the world? And do you find that difficult to maybe potentially wait twenty four hours to get an answer? It's not difficult at all. I think one of the main aspects of uh, distributed environment like we have at Automatic is knowing how to communicate asynchronously, you know? And that's something we get very, very used to very quick. So we do have specific tools for specific type types of communication. So it's if it's going to be a long discussion that may not need input right away, we'll probably post in our P2 and then people will comment and that's where we'll, we'll concentrate our discussion. Uh, 
if it's something, if we are kind of in a different time zone, but not that different, we can ping that person, send a direct message, and the reply will come in a few hours later. So that's fine. But we find situations where we do need to have like a conversation in real time. So we might as well just schedule a conversation. So for example, my HR handler uh, lives in India. So across the globe almost. So if I need to talk to her, I'll just schedule uh, a meeting and we'll try to find the best way for both of us. Probably a time that is not late in the night for either of us. And then we'll make it happen. But it's very rare because this async communication is really works well. Surprisingly, it, it might, it might sound for people that are not used to a distributed environment that, uh, it's, um, it, it can be hard. But actually, it's even better, in my opinion, after you get used to it, because uh, instead of getting distracted the entire day with, you know, texts on your phone or emails or calls or et cetera, you just put the information there. And when the, when the person is ready, they will reply to you. And it flows very naturally, honestly. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can actually learn from that um, for, for everybody, you know, whether you are developer or work as part of an agency, um, to have very clear rules on how you communicate with each other with customers and and make time for that, but also have focus time. Yes. It works very well. The folks at home or in their cars or wherever they are can't see that you are wearing a Tumblr shirt. So I just wanted to ask if you have had a chance or you think you'll get a chance to sort of peek into some of the other automatic products and either help out in, in the happiness side there, or, you know, I know that the communication is very open and you have access to, uh, a lot of the different pieces. Do you do you get a chance to see in there or, or help out or think you might do that in the future? Yeah, sure. I am a Tumblr user myself. We start our trial before joining Automatic at WordPress.com. So we do know a thing or two about that product as well, which is our hosted platform for WordPress. Um, what else? We have so many products that I, we can easily <laughs> lose, lose track of, <laughs> but I've tried, I think I tried most of them, honestly. If not like, if I'm not a regular user, at least I tried that at some point. So yeah, my test sites, for example, run on Pressable, which is a hosting platform we acquired some time ago, for example. So we do use our products. Uh, regularly yeah do you think that you'll get to maybe support some of them do you have rotations where you get a chance to jump from from product to product and just sort of see what the what the experience is like supporting those definitely yeah once a year at least we we are asked to do to do a rotation in another division so that helps of course you have you kind of expand your knowledge and you, you acquire different skill sets by working on different uh, products. And that can be applied within WooCommerce as well. So I've seen colleagues be participating in rotations in sales, for example, or even in Pressable, Pressable that I just mentioned, the hosted platform. And it's a good way to acquire different diverse skill sets that can be can help you like maybe look at your day-to-day work with different eyes if that makes sense yeah woocommerce being a you know commerce platform is going to have a different audience different demographic than 
maybe something like Tumblr or Jetpack or any of those. So it's also a two-way system um, where you you learn, but also share with your new temporary team or wherever you do your uh, support rotation. Yeah, yeah, and my team specifically receives a lot of people doing rotations in support. So it's very nice to welcome them and help them. And they're always very thankful. And they say that how they mention how the rotation helps them and how it was nice to be in, in direct contact with the users and, and so on. And fun fact, everyone that joins automatic has to do a rotation in support, regardless of the, the area they're joining. So that's how we value, uh, the rotation and be and being part of another department. But the fact that the person, the people in automatic are always joined by uh, doing, I don't know if it's a one week or two week rotation, but in support, the fact that they, they need to do that is because that's where we are in contact with our customers. That's where we're really seeing how our products are used and that is definitely, definitely a very uh, valuable knowledge to have, regardless of the area you work in. You work at like marketing, product development, or even development itself. I think it's so important. Yeah, I mean, every every company should really have this. Where you, yeah, I agree. Yeah, to the customer, you know, yeah. they are your customer. Understand them absolutely. Yeah, you can easily forget about your customer you know, in your day-to-day work. I mean, you're so focused on like a delivery and specific project and so on. And you forget who you are working for at the end of the day, who you are delivering that to. So it's always nice to, you know, be in contact with the customer and remember what they need, why they're using your product in the first place. So that makes total, total sense to me. Yeah. It's so uh, interesting to speak to you because I don't think uh, we've had a um, happiness engineer on for quite some time. At least not I've not interviewed anybody. So it's really nice to hear from your side of how you bring the, the knowledge and information to, to the ecosystem, but also internally how you uh, communicate with each other and keep learning and changing teams and, and teaching and learning. It's uh, It's a machine that... We might all take for granted as a as a WooCommerce user, but actually there's so much thought, there's so much energy that goes into it and passion as well. I mean, listening to you, how passionate you are about the product and uh, WooCommerce itself, it's it's really phenomenal. Um, we're going to uh, wrap it up here. Um, thank you so very much, Gabriel, to uh, for your time. If people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? The best way is my LinkedIn which is linkedin.com slash in slash Gabriel Bonifacio, B-O-N-I-F-A-C-I-O. Yeah, thanks so much, Gabriel, for being on. It was uh, it was a pleasure to talk to you and uh, get to peek behind the curtain once again into uh, into the WooCommerce and, and automatic world. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for, for coming on. The pleasure was mine. Thank you again for inviting me and have a good one. Hey everyone, Bob WP. Thanks again for tuning in to today's show. I'd like to give one more shout out to our two pod friends for that point of sale solution. Whether it's your iPad or an Android app or using their web app, check out bluesale.com. And Jetpack CRM, giving your clients the power with top of the notch automation tools and a must have automatic sync of their store's data. 
would always appreciate you following us on Twitter at do the woo over on our site at do the woo.io or on your favorite podcast app until the next time, keep on doing the woo. Thank you.